Enjoying these episodes? Give us a shout out on social at Built On Air. We'd love to hear your comments and suggestions. So drop us a like and be sure to subscribe to catch new episodes when they release. It helps us keep the podcast going. Welcome to Built On Air, a podcast and video series about all things Airtable. In this episode, we speak with Shay Redding Rogers, an architectural photographer based in New York. Earlier this year, Shay was one of several speakers at the first ever Airtable's user conference, where she showcased her unconventional contacts manager base. Shay gives us a more in-depth view of that base to highlight how it came to be and how it helps her keep track of the people she meets across professions and social circles. While Shay may consider herself a newbie, she's not afraid to seek out formulas, Zapier integrations, or automation scripts to further improve upon her base. In fact, later on in the episode, we brainstorm a couple formulas to help her automate her work just a bit more. Hi, how's it going? Hello, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. So we met in the context of the Airtable user conference put on by your friend, Chris Dancy. And I would like to know a little bit how you met Chris Dancy through the general realm of Airtable. Oh my goodness. So there was an episode on Key Productive and Chris basically showed his entire Airtable. And at the end of it, he said, if you need someone to talk to, (laughs) if you have a question, if you just need someone to listen, my number's everywhere. And I was like, this dude's crazy. (laughs) But (laughs) of course I have a stupid question of how to get an email to send something because me and my emails are just never working. And so I emailed him and I was like, I have a question about an email. And he's like, let's jump on Zoom. And I was like, okay. And he got on Zoom with me and I was like, oh my God, he's real. And then over time, and that was actually September, over time, I just kind of kept talking to him and I was like, oh my gosh, you really chilled. Okay. And as we just kept going, now we're in a year now of us being great friends and talking all the time and him being like, you could do this. And I'm like, I could do this Airtable thing. And he's like, yes. And so then when I eventually built mine, I was like, Chris, I need help. I don't know how to do a formula. (laughs) And he was like, okay, let's schedule a time so I can look at it and see. And we're just, we became really good friends just talking and getting to know one of each other. But if it was not from that YouTube video, I probably would have never contacted him. (laughs) This is the whole reason why we put on podcasts. Uh, (laughs) to inspire people to build and to create. Uh, So is it fair to say that you would consider yourself still an Airtable newbie? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I think I will be a newbie for like five more years. (laughs) No, (laughs) you'll, you'll you'll get it much quicker than that. Uh, But you're still like, you know, going along and learning things like formulas and whatnot. And I, if the timeline is right in my head, you've kind of joined Airtable at the time where um, like 2020 has been like this expansion, this like explosion of new features and functionality that they're doing. So I'm curious, like, did that feel overwhelming to you? Like I just got started with this thing and suddenly there's all of this automations, what? No. So I had Airtable on my computer since 2017. And so it's been sitting there and I kind of put a little bit of information in. I know Excel pretty well. Um, I know a little bit of coding from just computer science and school and stuff like that. So I was kind of like, all right, this is really cool. Yes, it seems something I could figure out. But until my mind says or like shows me exactly what I'm supposed to do with that software, I kind of just sit and wait And when the world officially shut down, I was networking my little tushy off and we all went on Zoom. And from there, everyone was putting their information in the chat. And I literally was like, oh my God, how am I going to keep track of all these people? How do I contact them again? Like, where am I going to put their emails? And in that semi-second, and it really was that fast, Airtable popped back in my head. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes it online. If I have to take notes, I can use my iPad because I could put Airtable on my iPad and take notes that way and it all syncs. And so I kind of had the basics of what I could do in Airtable, but I really didn't ramp it up until this year. And so when everything kind of exploded, I was like, oh, thank God. So everything that's in my head, they're actually coming out with. So all I have to do now is learn how to do it, but I can see it already. And so it kind of is like a blessing at the same time. Makes perfect sense. So what 
ways have you been able to incorporate Airtable into your professional life as a architectural photographer? Oh my God. It's what I'm trying to do is get it to run my entire back end of the business. For years, I just used my calendar and hard drives. Mm-hmm. That was it. However, if I wanted to hire somebody else on my team, I needed to have a way for them to have access to it. Even for myself, if I'm on location, I need to have a way to access the information. And that's way before the cloud came out. That's how old I am. And so I had no idea how this is going to work. Did I trust the cloud? And I went through that whole craziness. Um, And so, like I said, when the world shut down and I figured out, oh my God, I could do this. Then it turned in, okay, I'm not just going to use it to keep track of emails. I'm going to build an entire system to keep track of who I'm meeting with, when I met with them, if I did referrals. And then it went into, oh my goodness, now when am I doing a photo shoot? Who hired me to do the photo shoot? What company was that? Who's associated with that company? How many photos did they want? How's the contract going out? So everything started going, okay, everything that they have all in one that never suited me, Just build it out. And now you have a platform that is saying you could do that. So build out your entire back end of the company and have a ball while you're doing it. And then you'll be able to train people to be like, okay, this is how it works. If it doesn't work for you, tell me I know how to fix it. So that's really how it's helped me with my architectural photography. (laughs) Um, So what was the process like of just kind of building the whole back end for yourself from scratch or did you use um, like a template or something off the Airtable universe? No, that would have been smarter. (laughs) Well, there's pros and cons, right? Like you said with, you know, pre-packaged things, you know, it might work for a great many people, but it might not work for you. And it's the same thing with templates. Um, But then again, starting from scratch, obviously there's some headaches that, you know, you'll run into whereas a template you might not. So, I mean, there's, you know, both are valid. (laughs) I know I tried starting there and I got really confused because I felt like I then had to fit into that already template designed. And so it was like, no, that's not working. So then I just, once again, I saw it. I saw the basics in my head. I saw the first name. I saw full name because I never remembers anybody's last names ever. Be lucky to do first names. And so I was like, okay, full name, email address, phone number. So the basics of what I would normally build in Excel, I was like, okay, do that. And then I called up Chris and I was like, look at this. And he's like, nope, don't like it. That's not going to work. Let's restart. (laughs) And I was like, let's restart. I mean, for for clarification (laughs) for the audience, Chris does not work for your company. No, no, but he was, he's a really good friend of mine. I know. And so when I was like, I need help. Can you help me with this? He's like, give me a minute. Let's schedule a meeting. Let me get my Coke. Let's sit down. And so I thought I made an amazing thing because it worked for me. And he was just like, it looks really pretty, but it's not functional. And I was like, but I could find people. And he's like, when you're ready to grow, this is not going to work. And so then we tried it again, but it still had the basics of what I would do in any other software that I thought of, any Excel, any Word thing, anything. It had the basics. And so then from there, and literally the start in April. So by May, I called Chris again. I said, okay, let's look at it again. And he's like, no, no, we need, you need to look at this like data. And I was like, what the hell is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember in, in Back to the Future, Doc is like, he tells Marty, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. Yes. So while yes. I like Chris, like I, I understand Airtable stuff. That's why I'm here. But like, you can't just tell people, oh, you know, think of it like data. What yeah, does that it, mean? No. So then I went hunting on, of course, YouTube to find people that talked about data so that I could understand exactly what he means, how to look at it like that. Cause however I was looking at it, well, as me being a photographer, everything has to be pretty. And so I'm like, I don't care if it works. It just needs to look good. Um, so when he said that I started doing research and from there I realized, Oh, that's what this is. The parent and the child and then this relationship to this form and Oh my goodness. And so literally once I got through that, then I was able to build it to where it is now. Granted, it's not automated yet. <laughs> so it still is a lot of work, but it's now functional where I could show someone else and be like, can you do this? And they're like, yeah, I think I can. I'm like, okay, good. 
Um, but it literally just kind of, I had to learn. <laughs> well, we all have to learn. It's not, I think the transition, a lot of people transition to Airtable from things like Excel or Google Sheets. And yeah. the while it's similar in a lot of ways, you do kind of have to think about things differently of, you know, connecting things together, usually via linking. And that requires a just a different perspective on how you imagine your back end and you know you have all of these potential clients and these potential locations but you have to find a way to link them together in a way that's different from excel and i'm sure that was like the stumbling block that you were you kept running into yeah because i didn't understand how things linked because you can't really link things in excel like that Mm -hmm. everything's in a different sheet and you move on With Excel, you kind of have to guess where that thing is somewhere else and say, okay, here's the location of that cell. Um, In Airtable, it's just like, what is the name of that thing? What table is it in? And there you go. It doesn't matter where it is. And there's uh, benefits and drawbacks depending on your use case. But it sounds like for you, um, you were able to work all of that kind of stuff out. Yes. And it eventually made sense. And now it's like, oh. I could do this. Now I'm doing it in my sleep. And it's like the basics. It's like, oh, okay, I know how this goes here. And then I got to bring this here. And then I got to go there. And so now it's all just second nature now. It's pretty crazy. That's good. So would you say your next jump is trying to automate what you've made? Oh. <laughs> Which is a whole different jungle all in itself. It's like, once it you figure out how to make this talk to itself just manually, then when you go to automation, they're like, that's a, oh my goodness. I watched a whole video recently and they were like, you got to write it down and say, how do you want this? And then that. And then, I mean, I was like, oh Lord, <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. I know how I do it. So you got to really start thinking and you got to break it down. Granted, that's what I do in my photography. But once again, the brain just thinks so different. You know, I take multiple exposures when it comes to my pictures. So I know how as many exposures that I have brings up that one, going to make that one image. When it comes to automating, I had to think of all those individual steps of how I got from A to B or how I'm going to get from A to B and then pray that the software can do it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of testing. For me, For me, it seems like there's a lot more testing for automation as it is to like just kind of set up the system to work with humans because, you know, like... An automation, ideally, is going to happen while you're asleep and, you know, it's just doing the stuff for you. But if it hits a little snag, unless you build in some kind of way to say, okay, if you run into an error, you know, here's what you do in the meantime, it's just going to like throw up its hands and go, what? I don't know what to do. And if you don't want to do that, to make it do something else, Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there like, why didn't you work? Like, what made you not work? I don't get it. Everything should have worked. And so it's yeah. not a trial and error. Yes, the testing, but I think it's more than just that because I've had it where the system has said that it worked and then I put it through the whole thing and somewhere in the middle of it, it failed. Mm-hmm. And then I can't figure out where it failed. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with kind of uh, automations are still kind of new at the time of this recording. Well, new for Airtable as an integrated feature. Um, and so there's still a lot of value in using something like Integromat or Zapier or Parabola to do those kinds of like, if there's a new record created, then add it to my Google Calendar, for instance. Yeah. But ideally, um, you want something that brings everything together in one place without having to look at it a thousand different areas. Um, so I commend you on your journey to, you know perfecting this system there's no such thing as perfect no it's always a work in progress i was talking to a person earlier today and he was like how's it going is it almost done and i was like not even close this thing is something that's going to keep migrating not just when Airtable continues to get better um but when i continue to get better and you're going oh i don't have to do that anymore i could now do this way because i've learned it so let's now change it the way this is to make it work easier and so and I like that. I think it's something that's always going to just grow with me and, you know, and it changes, which I like. I like things that change. Cool. Thank you. Thank so you. 
I am curious about the base you're going to share with us. And usually I do a kind of lead in that's like, oh, tell us about blah, 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 blah. I have literally no idea what's going to happen next. So I'm going to let you explain in your own words. (laughs) Well, thank you. Okay. Well, since the world shut down and I really had to do a lot of networking as an architectural photographer, I knew that I needed to start bringing in new clients. And the best way for me to do that was to talk to people. Of course, everyone jumped on a platform and from there, nobody had business cards, which of course just ruined me because I grew up on business cards, but everyone was putting their information in the chat. Mm -hmm. From there, I realized I have Airtable. I could put their information in the chat. I could put their information from the chat into an Airtable base and literally just opened up the app and started putting people's information in there. That was in April. We are now in October and the base has grown to four different pages. It's now called NERD, which stands for relationship. Nope, sorry, I messed up. I was gonna say what? (laughs) That's not NERD. It stands for Networking Relationship Database. Mm -hmm. Um, And since I'm basically an undercover nerd, um, it's perfect for me. It has words that represent my spirituality. It has colors that represent me as an Aries. It has people's information that helps me keep track of them. Since I am a photographer, it basically helps me figure out who they are. So I have pictures of everyone. I have the emails. I got things that I probably shouldn't have that they don't even know I have. But um, it runs everything now. I The only thing that I do have automated in there, which was a blessing, um, is where if an event goes to my calendar, it automatically syncs over to my Airtable account. And that keeps me literally organized. When my computer comes on, it just goes straight to that window and I know what I'm doing that day and what time and who I'm meeting with. And so that's the only thing that I've gotten to work. My cat's about to come and say hello. Hopefully he stays out. <laughs> that's fine. Bring it on. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my nerd and I'm excited to show you what it is. And it's changed since our conference a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it's always, it's literally always going to be a work in progress. All right, let's take a look. Welcome to Nerd. Cool. Nerd has been broken up into a bunch of different views, which has been beneficial. Would you like to say hello? Let's see. There you go, everyone. This is Brooklyn, Siamese Siamese seal tip boy that is clearly wanting his mother's attention. (laughs) So my nerd has been broken up into different views, but also different tables. The window that I have you guys looking at now is my ingredients. The one thing I really do love about Airtable is I can name it whatever I want. See, that's why I said I had no idea what was going on because my brain was like, okay, ingredients and then planets. <laughs> I'm just gonna let her explain. Yes, so I am extremely, extremely spiritual. And when I started this year, I knew that I wanted to manifest something that was going to be bigger and that would last for years. And so in order for me to add my spirituality to my architectural photography, I decided everything had to be named the same thing. Everything had to sound the way I wanted to live my life. And so when I got in this thing, and of course I had it originally named contacts, interaction, company that had the basic names. And then I was like, but that's not you. Name this what you would call it secretly, (laughs) but name it that way. And so for me, everyone is an ingredient in everything. If you and I did not meet, we would not be as special as we are. We have ingredients in ourselves. We have DNA in there. All of that is important. And so in order for me to get the clients that I'm looking for, the architects, the contractors, the interior designers, I have to meet people that make that food together, that bring all of it together. And so those are my ingredients. And that is who we are. I'm even an ingredient. Do not take it wrong. I am not the wizard in this. I'm a part of the ingredient. So we have my ingredients. Now I have something that I called a bird's eye view. I was taught by doing all my research of what data is that you need to have one page that has no formulas, no scripts. That's just basic raw data. 
And then I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to have that, and it's basically an overall picture of what it is, just raw, what would I call that? And I was like, oh my God, a bird's eye view. When a bird goes up into the sky, they see everything wide, just the way it is. Nothing tweaked, nothing there. It's just raw. So I have a bird's eye view. In my bird's eye view, I have, like I said, um, first name, last name, because people were kind of like, you can't use full names if you're researching. Once again, learning data. <laughs> I had to separate it. What's really important to me is this view. I need to know who I'm talking to. I do not remember names, but I will remember your face. I will remember where you were. I'll remember what you were wearing, but I will not remember your name. <laughs> so pictures was extremely important. The next part of it is my planets, which is connected to my planet page. This is nothing but the companies and the network groups that I've been meeting. They are split into categories, of course, when we go to that page, but um, I needed to connect to know who worked where, what network group I met them in. It's also a good way to get them to think you remember stuff when you technically don't. You got all the information in here. Then I broke it down to also knowing what industry they're in. Since I got to the point where I started referring other people, which is just connecting people in the network world, I needed to know what industry they were in. If they are my architects that I want to work with, I need to know that so I can separate it and keep track of who's my potential clients, where are we at, have I gotten them as a client yet, is there a contractor that I'm still trying to talk to or at least track down because he's on site all the time. I needed to know that. But then I started meeting lawyers and doctors and financial planners. And then it kind of was like, oh my goodness, this is a whole new world. So I have the industries. Then I also have a position place because I met some of the CEOs that are not technically the employees. <laughs> so I had to make sure if I'm talking to them, I'm not talking to them like they are the employee, but I'm talking to them like they're the boss. So I needed to keep track of that. Then I have my alignments, which we will go into there, but this is all the meetings and appointments and Zooms and referrals in and out that I have, phone calls. This is automate, automatically coming in through my calendar or if I manually put it in because I sent out an email. The reason why we have this baby is because I needed to figure out a way to know how many referrals came in and how many referrals went out. And the way I originally set it up, this is where the problem came from, it couldn't all be in the same line. So I needed to separate the ingredients in individual lines to know how many came in and how many went out. That took me forever to figure out, but I got it. <laughs> then, of course, we have the basics, their phone numbers, cell phone, offices, any extensions that they have, fax. This is just stuff that we normally get. When I started networking, they had this in the chat information, so I was able to just pull that out. If I can't find it, I'll go on their website. A lot of stuff is on LinkedIn. I don't think people understand how much they put on LinkedIn for us to find it. So I get a, I get a lot of information from there. Personal, business, URL. I found out about a bunch of people had their own websites. It was like, y'all just buying websites left and right. All the cool kids have their own websites. Yeah, I was like, what? So I had to start giving people that. And then there's also the extra ones. I realized that people had a lot of stuff, so I added that. Um, sometimes I'm able to actually find out where they're located, not their personal homes, but more or less their business homes and where their offices are that is not connected to the actual company's location, but their own. I then broke it up into states because I am now internationally known. I got friends in China and Australia. And so, and then we got California and Chicago. And I was like, oh my goodness, they're no longer just in New York state no more or New Jersey. I need to figure out where these people are. <laughs> and then of course that went to the zip codes. Now I am big into astrology. I love knowing what your sign is. I read astrology. I live my life off of astrology, off of the planetary alignments also. So it was very important for me to know when people were born. As you can see in the tag here, which I will break this down, I needed to know, okay, this person is a Taurus. This person is a Cancer. This person is an Aries. Um, not that I treat them any different, but at least I know, oh, this person is not going to like it if I come off emotional. They're going to want me to be very logical. That is how I've always been able to communicate with people. And when I was doing this base, I knew I needed that information too. However, in order to get this whole thing to work, I had to do some special formulas. <laughs> yep, I can see it now. 
like none of this is making sense. Why can't it just read from my birthday cup? No, that's not how it worked. Okay. So I had to do some research and I had to literally split it up, which is why I wanted to show you. It's not that easy. You have to have multiple views, multiple count, um, no, multiple fields. There we go. To get one thing to work, which you had to learn that, but I figured it out. Um, I believe the astrology here, the horoscopes are based off of the months. Months of you. Ooh, child. Then I wanted to actually celebrate their birthdays. And of course, I wanted it on a calendar, calendar view, except the calendar view was giving me the day before instead of the actual day. And our beautiful host here gave me the formula <laughs> to make this work. I was like, was the, oh! <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, because I could not figure it out. I went on the um, community, and it <laughs> literally kept giving me the day before. And then it gave me, like, the following year. And I was like, no, 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 no. I think I needed to keep changing every year, so I needed to say this year, not the – it was a mess. But you, thank you. You helped me to figure this out, and now it is perfect. And I need to figure out how to write code the way you did, just like that, but I'll get there. But yes, without you. I've been here for a while. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. But yes, without you, this view, this column would not be here at all. So I thank you for that. Um, for me, sometimes I take personal notes because sometimes I don't like people. And you got to sometimes say that. <laughs> because if I have a staff member, I need them to understand, okay, if you talk to this person, you know, you have to say this, you have to talk about this. You can't say that word. This person likes to be called this name. All of that goes into my notes here. From there, I realized that everybody had links to things. And I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to keep track of that? We all have a calendar and we all use different calendar apps. So instead of me calling them or emailing them saying, hey, can I get on your calendar? I just started keeping those links. So all I have to do, go to my Airtable, click it, get on their calendar, I'm good to go. I am not a Facebook or Instagram fan. However, there are a bunch of people that still have those platforms. So I had to put links on that too. Now, the world I live in is LinkedIn and Twitter. So it's very important that whoever I meet that is in my active view, which I will show you guys that in a second, I have their LinkedIn. That was extremely important to me. I wanted to make sure that I knew how to at least find them. Once again, Instagram and Twitter. Now, nobody else seems to really be on Twitter, but I am. So I needed a calendar. I need to have a little view with that. Now, Evernote. Not totally sure if we could talk a little bit about that. They did just do an update, but Evernote has been my lifesaver here. I needed a way to organize all of the emails that I was receiving from all of my new contacts. And how I came up with that was instead of trying to put it as a PDF into an external hard drive, which is what I did for all almost 11 years of doing photography now, I started using Evernote as my file cabinet. Back in the day, and hopefully they bring it back, Evernote had it where you could have a notebook as a URL link. And then would copy that URL link and add it to my Airtable, click it, it came open like a website. So everybody's emails would be organized in my notebook as if it was a website. And it made it so easy for me to just know the last conversation that we had. The other thing is I started meeting married couples <laughs> and brothers and sisters and all this stuff. And so I needed to keep track of who was related to who. So that is where you have there. Now, the most important part that I live out of is these columns right here, these views, I apologize. We have the group status because a lot of them are in the network groups that I met. I needed to know who was a member and who was a visitor. The personal status. I only network with people that I'm active with. This has a little bit more options. We have active, deactive, and standby. Active is who I network with. Deactivated are the people that I don't talk to no more. And standby are the ones that I'm kind of on the fence of maybe I should talk to them, maybe I shouldn't, but they haven't quite rubbed me the wrong way. Then we have what I focus on. This is really where I know, are we networking with them? Are they standby clients, meaning I'm still working on them? Are they deactivated clients that were no longer working with each other, company shut down, people changed, whatever employees, active clients. This is literally 
how I know what's going on. Once again, it's in the name ID. All I look is here and I know exactly what I'm doing. My to-do cards, I'll get into that. That's my tarot. Once again, in order for me to know if I send out referrals or not, this had to be a whole different field to get that going. Then Chris recommended me having a creative date and the last modification date. And I was like, okay, sure. Don't know what that got to do with anything, but I'll keep it. Now I'm kind of like, oh, this is when I kind of met them or, oh, this is where I added them in. Oh, now it makes sense. And then because I always have a one person within the company that I work with, I needed to know who was that contact within my companies. Now, of course, I have the birthday view, which I love the calendar, except it didn't really work, but you fixed that. So I thank you. Um, but it's only based on who I'm actively working with, not just everybody that's in my database. Once again, I live out of this field. And if I need to refer anyone, this is where I go to my active. Now I have this blank because there's times when I'll add people into the database and I haven't either had a one-on-one -on -one with them or haven't decided if I like them or dislike them or anything like that. So this is my to-do list to go through to make sure, oh, let me put them in their category so that there isn't anybody just waiting for me to decide. Then of course I have the referrals. Now in the world that I'm in, it's very important to know who's referring things to you kind of giving them a little bit more attention. And so keeping track of this has become very important. Before I go to my alignments, we're going to go to the planets. Once cool. again, I have the bird's eye view of every company. Oh, did you want to say something? No, keep rolling. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm floating. <laughs> okay. Um, the planets, I have a bird's eye view. This is the raw data. I don't believe there's any formulas in here. Nothing is structured. It's just all the information. Now I have it, like I said, connected to every contact, which is my ingredients. I have the abouts of all the companies and I'll break it down, but this is all just a regular spreadsheet so that I'll know, okay, these are the people. Now, because once again, I'm a photographer, I love the card view. It just, to me, looks so much prettier. So I was able to kind of put it into the card view and see who is in the network groups. What's the logos look like? What is their information? You go into it, it drops down all the people that are in it. The about logo, I have their address, their phone numbers, their websites. I really try to get as much information so that when I meet with these people, I already did the research. I don't have to then go back and find out who, what, how did I meet you? We ain't got time for that. Same thing with the businesses. I try to get as many information, as many businesses as possible on who they are. I've met a lot of people that work in the same companies and sometimes they know each other. And so I'm like, oh, you know someone? I know that person too. Once again, it just kind of gives me more stuff to talk about because there are times when you have meetings with people and you're just like, how am I going to get you to talk about something else? <laughs> Let's go to my database and see what else I could find out that I already had. Now, the most important thing, like I said, is my alignments. Once again, I have a bird's eye view of the alignments. This is not the field that I live in though, because this would drive me insane and it's overwhelming. So what I did was I had the different views. I have one that says this year view. I have another one that's last year's view. The year's view just lets me know what the years are and how many alignments or interactions, whatever you want to call it, um, that I've had within that year. I have the follow-up view and Photoshop, photo shoot view. But I live in this year's view. This year view, I had to figure out a way to break it up into months, which I could go back to the bird's eye view to show you how I did that. But it's just another field, just like the birthday and all that stuff. So, of course, when I go in here, I think, where are we? Hopefully this is good. Now that one's done. <laughs> I think I organized my little tushy off. Yes, I did. It's making them pretty. Anytime an event comes into my calendar and it gets zapped over to the Airtable, it comes in under an appointment. It's the only way I could figure out to do it unless I start paying for that zap. You know, that account going to be a little expensive there. Sure. Yeah. So we just put in the appointment and we added it into one of the categories for alignment type. So anytime it comes in, I could have anywhere between two to 15 appointments that I have to then organize to either decide if they're gonna go, let me open this up for you. 
if they are going to be a appointment event, sorry, an event in person, which we're not doing right now, but back in the day we did, networking group, phone calls, photo shoot, proposal to how to go out, referral, in and out. So all of this comes, what's on this page is in my ingredients page. So I really had to come up with a way to get it in here. Once it's in here, I then decide, okay, what am I going to do with this person? You know, have I met this person? It usually comes in with no information, so it's blank, and I have to put it all in. It will tell me the date and the time. It will tell me who it is that comes through this app, and it'll give me a little bit more information in here, but not too much. So that kind of stresses me out. So I got to do some research, of course, to figure out what am I doing and what and with whom and huh. But once again. I'll get a little bit of this information, not a lot. So then I have to go into my actual calendar or an email that I'll get and pull in the rest of the information. And then I just put it in here, copy and paste, move on my day, find that person. If the person is not already in my database, then I have to go fishing and I have to find that person's information. That's the part that I haven't figured out a way. If I could do it, go ahead. I know how. We have to talk. Of course we do. We uh, have to talk. <laughs> I, immediately. I mean, if it comes in with like, we're looking at the subject field, for instance, it comes in saying like the name space dash space your name, right? Mm -hmm. All the time, always. Yes. If it's not a dash and it's the word and. There is, you could do a script pretty easily. Um, we do and, have a script in here just to say that we do have a script in here where if the person's information is already in the database, mm -hmm. it pulls it, but I have to press a button. But if the person's information isn't, mm -hmm. then I have to go fishing. You could, I think you could do this with an automation, with a script action in an automation, which is, you know, all within Airtable. I think it's possible. Um, what it, just to talk out loud, the process would be like, when a new record is created in your alignment table, yep. look at the subject field, um, get the text from that field up until um, yep. space dash space or space and space, yep. right? Get that text, then look through your ingredients table and find you know, that name. If that name does not exist, create a field, create yes. a record. Yes. And then add that text as the name for that. Now you've broken it down into first and last name. So there's a little bit that you'd have to do to split it once more into first, last, but okay. it's entirely possible. Okay. Also, when the, let's say if I could get the zap to bring in all the basic information here, they have everything that I need because I ask them for their email address. I ask them for their company. I ask them for their phone number. So everything yep. that I have in my ingredients is in this information. Mm -hmm. It just never gets automatically put into the database and I have to manually do that. It would, you, you could do it with the same process I just described as long as it's in a predictable space. Like I can see some of this is going to be blurred for our audience. Um, but oh, all like this is fake. None of it is real. Oh, cool. Never mind. Show it's, not, it. it's not blurred, folks. You can see. <laughs> yes. Everything in this database is a demo. Oh, my gosh, girl. Yes, you can show all this. Cool. So, <laughs> never mind. So, <laughs> I can see in here it goes event type colon, blah, yes. blah. So, it looks like you've already kind of set it up where things are found in a predictable yes. place. Yes. Um, so, I think, you know... And this is literally the form. There's a little bit more down here mm -hmm. that just gives like company information um, that I kind of cut off because I didn't add it to it. But everything, it's identical to this every time. I mean. Okay, we're going to have to talk. We're, we're going to have to talk, but this is <laughs> for the audience. To, so you know, man. Yeah. You just, sometimes you just got to like look at something and then see that there's, you know, a possibility. Obviously, you know, I just made all that up. I didn't build it yet. I don't, I don't know. I could be wrong, but from, you know, my experience, I'm pretty sure you could do this. And if I'm correct in my assumption, I think you could do it in Airtable and not have to do another Zapier zap. And, you know, like you just said, you know, the more you do in Zapier, the more it'll cost you. And, you know, automations, if you, assuming you have a pro account on Airtable anyway, yeah. you know, 
you, you can do a great many number of automations without increasing the cost you pay. So there's pros and cons. Like, obviously, you, you're still going to use that zap to get it all in here. Yes. Um, but, you know, we may or may not have solved one of your problems live on air. Yay. Let's try. Let's try this out. Mm -hmm. um, I apologize if anybody hears banging just to let you know. <laughs> just in case. Live here in crazy New York. You never know what happens. But yeah, that's usually my problem. Um, but this is, once again, this is how I live. I go to this every single day to go, oh my God, I have this meeting this day. Who am I meeting with? And then I click this cute picture here and it pulls up their file and it lets you know, up, oh, they work here. Up, oh, they're not in a network group. Okay. I got referred to by that person. Oh, okay. Phone number, email, all of this stuff. If I didn't have this, I would be so lost. Um, so it literally has saved me and the company, especially during this time without having business cards to kind of refer back to. So that is what this is. The way I set this up, because I kind of was like, and you might be able to solve this again, because I don't know. I needed a way that I could continue transferring um, years. So when it first started, I actually had the name of the year and I was like, that's not going to work. So of course I felt I set up a filter because I broke it up into years. And so with here, I was just like, Ooh, year equals that. And it would turn in every time I wanted to change the year, I could do that. So that's how I kind of got it to tell me the years and then keep changing it. So far, that's how I've solved it. That's the exact same way the following year is just equaled that way. You have another sec? Go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> you, if you make a formula field um, that with an if statement, that's like, if you have a field called the year, I think. Uh, let's, just says the see. Year. let's go back. Let's see what we got over here. You this do. is how I broke it up. Okay. So have another formula field that's like, if the year equals the function year, parentheses, inside that, put today, the function. Okay. And then outside of that, you know, argument, comma, add the word yes in quotes, and then comma, the word no in quotes, end parentheses. Then, you, <laughs> what, then what you have is like, if the year of today equals the year found in the year, it will give you, you know, the wow. current year. Now you want this year and last year. So to, you know, edit what I just said, um, do instead of yes, say this year. Okay. Instead of no, there's another formula that goes in there. It's another if statement that's like, if the year oh my God. equals okay. year today minus one comma, Parentheses, but not parentheses. Quotation mark, last okay. year, comma, quotation marks, no. So now you have, if it's, if the year is the year of today, okay. put, the, put the words this year. Okay. If it was last year, put last year. If not, just write the word no. And then you could use the, that formula field for your filters. Ah. It's all entirely possible, man. Oh my goodness. So I could be you when I grow up, right? You probably already are. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to have to figure out here. We got to have a second session with just us. Okay. So the one thing that I realized that a bunch of people, thank you so much for telling me that. Like, oh my God, I'm being a kid again, trying to figure out how to make this work. Um, a bunch of people, some, well, not a bunch of people. Sometimes people cancel. Sometimes people are no shows. So I needed to have a section that told me that there are times when I'll get like a file and I just want to add that specific file in Airtable and you could do that. You could, yeah. From Evernote, you could just copy that file or that notes URL. So that's why I have that view here. Um, but if I need to follow up with them because they canceled because they were no shows, I decided that the cancel and the, <laughs> The cancel and the no-shows needed to have different emojis. And so I realized that when they canceled, I would get really mad. Because <laughs> I was like, what? I waited how long? 
and you canceled on me. And so the one formula that I really am good at is this bad boy. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, (laughs) one more time. You could, I see several if statements that could be a single switch. Oh, I don't know how to do that. You will soon after we're done with this recording. (laughs) Okay, we're going to work on that. But yes, there's a lot of ifs. And so it it works. I mean, with the other ones. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's, I I have it in a bunch of them. Where this is so far, what I've gotten everything to work on is the if, and it's sometimes the date dip, but that's, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, this is massive. But I've added this one. So if it's a no-show, it equals the red face. Yeah. And I'm a little mad without cuss words. <laughs> uh, if it's a cancel, I'm not quite mad because they at least canceled. So I'm a little yellow, but not mad. So it's kind of cute for me to look at this. And I'm like, yep, they canceled. I was mad. Nah. They, you know, they just didn't show. So now I don't want to talk to them no more. <laughs> but so, yeah, I had to add my emojis to that. And then because I am a photographer, I do get a bunch of times where there's like a photo shoot coming in. And so I needed to have a view that just showed me the photo shoots. And that kind of makes an automation work. But sometimes we're hitting hiccups on the automation. So I am still working on that, which is not added on this page because I haven't gotten it successively working yet. So we're going to keep working on that. But I like to know just the photo shoots that I have. The last thing that, of course, drives me insane is to-do lists. They drive me up the wall. I don't like lists. <laughs> I feel like a list never ends. Just constant. Um, so I've tried a bunch of softwares that do list, And they just it didn't work. Didn't like it. Did, uh-uh. So then I was like, use Airtable. What do you like in Airtable? And I realized I loved how the planets were. And I was like, do that with your to-do list. Like, you don't have to follow the rule of what a to-do list looks like. You have a software that you have basically decided that you're going to do whatever you wanted. You're calling your contacts ingredients, for Christ's sake. Like, decide how you want to do this and then just make it. And it's nothing difficult. I haven't upped my game. I'm still working on it. Hopefully, you can help me get better. Okay, but... I realized that I'm also into tarot. And so it was like, okay, I first had it called my to-do cards. And then it was like, yeah, no, that's just because you don't know what to call it. Call it your tarot because it's like a tarot deck. Yeah, that's me. So then I was like, okay, so to have, instead of having a bird's eye view, I called it my collections. And then within a tarot deck, you have the minor and major. And it was like, yep, one is higher, one is lower. So if it's not done, which is what I believe the the major is, it's not done yet. Now, we're not going to debate this in the chat of what tarot is. I run my own rules. I know that. I don't follow the script. But to me, that's what it is. So it's not done. It's something that has to get done. And so when I decided to do this view, I liked the cards. I was able to do the cute little formula here. See, I figured out how to do that. I was ecstatic. (laughs) I I have no comments. (laughs) (laughs) At least got it to work. I was happy. So I'm done with this part. I was like, yes, okay. Um, And so then I have my subject and it's basic. What do I have to do real quick? The only reason why I do this because I have it connected to my calendar. And the one thing I wish that Airtable would work on is the calendar view popping over to a different calendar. They don't do that. It'll just show me like the one line and then the link. And it drives me insane. I don't use Google. I'm an Outlook girl for whatever reason. They haven't quite communicated with each other. And that is one thing I wish that would change. But fingers crossed it's going to work on it. What were you going to say? Nothing. And so I needed to have something that told me what it was just in that one line. So when it comes on my calendar, I see it. Then I have my cute little description. I love that I was able to pull in from the web. If I want to take a picture, Google, when I first came on, like I said, 2017, I don't remember having all these options. I kind of thought I could get it from like my drive and that was it. And then when I started playing around in this, I was like, oh, I could just search it on a web. What? I was so happy. So that kind of allowed me to bring in the individual pictures. 
I first have the date of when I started it. And sometimes they are connected to people that are in my ingredients. So not always, but sometimes they are. Now, the magic trick that for whatever reason just melts my heart, don't understand it, is when I click complete, which is so tiny, and it disappears, oh my God, has my world just brightened and I'm like, yes, I've accomplished it. What? We've discussed that before on this very podcast, just the very satisfying, done. Now get out of my sight. (laughs) Go away. It's so weird. It's like, yes. It just makes me so happy. However, I still need to know what I did and where it was. And so it goes to my cute little miner here. And as soon as I hit the complete, it also shows up on my calendar. Let's go to today pops up from here it bumps over to my outlook calendar so i also have it on there because i don't always go to this view but i need to know that i sent something to someone and so i liked that it showed up on two places and not just one to keep me in check although when it comes on my other calendar it'll show me it'll make it look like i did it for a whole hour and it kind of just gives me this information and a ur link and so that really needs to change because that's driving me insane (laughs) But this is my nerd. This is my adorable baby that I've been working on since November. Nope, sorry, since April. Um, and I love it. And it's literally helped. <laughs> it helped me get where I needed to go and get organized during this crazy pandemic that has actually helped my photography tremendously. I'm glad you were able to put um, everything together. And I'm also glad that you were able to name things in a way that makes sense for you. Um, We talk about all the time, you know, starting from scratch versus working in a template and then building something yourself. You're able to work out what do I need to keep track of and how do I need to keep track of it and what ways does it need to bleed out of Airtable to help me in my life. For you, it's, you know, putting things in your Outlook calendar, um, et cetera. And... It's, just, it's nice to see like a, a different um, interpretation of that like general concept in, in that it is named so differently than how I'm used to seeing it that I was like, what on earth is going on? <laughs> but it doesn't have to make sense to me because it's not my base. Um, and that's the beauty of it. It's, it's all for you and you were able to do it and um, you've you know, powered through the great many formulas that it would take to, you know, come up with, um, you know, a base that keeps track of all of the data that you're trying to keep track of. And I know we like just kind of workshop stuff (laughs) like 10 minutes ago, but the point is you were able to get something that worked, you know, there's, you know, with, you know, minor things, January 1st, you change 2020 to 2021. And that's not really that big of a deal. You were able to figure it out. Um, It's just, you know, sometimes you got to experiment with putting the today function inside of a year function inside of an if, which is the solution to the problem. And that's not immediately apparent, but no, again, it's just, it's a learning process and you will most certainly get there and everyone will get there in time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, I've shared this base with a bunch of people and some people are ecstatic. Some people are like, oh, it looks too hard. (laughs) And I'm like, literally the hardest part was just figuring out how things are going to work. Like I knew the regular, you know, the basic spreadsheet form. I knew all that, but then it was, how does this work in this? And how does that work there? But to me, that was the fun part. That's what made me go, oh, I like this. Now let's see if it works. You know, and then once it got set up, even figuring out how I was going to bring in all the emails into this database by making a URL and a link. Once I figure that out, I don't do it again. You know, the hard part is done. It's just adding to it. I spend majority of my time doing nothing but adding in the information. I don't have to do anything else unless I decide to add another emoji because I'm like, oh, I want a four-leaf clover to say that that's who I'm contacting because I decided that that little check mark should show in my tag. But that's me being finicky. 
that doesn't need to be there, you know? And so it's like the hard part for me was done by May. The rest of it is just putting in the information, making sure that it aligns and all that information is very important. And so it's gratifying when I go on my database and I started out with just 20 people and now I'm at over 700 people in a database. And it's like, you know how many people that you met? You know how many people that are in different industries? Do you know how, like, it, like, it keeps me knowing that, okay, all the hard work that I'm doing this year is being shown to me in this base. I've, the, the alignment one, you know, to be able to see all of the interactions. Let's see if I can close this. They need a keyboard shortcut for this. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> um, to see how many alignments I've had per month. It's like, I remember when there was none in January and then March came and everybody freaked out. And to see that, no, like I did 90, 90 last month. Like to have all that, it just, it, it makes me feel like I've, I'm achieving things and it's showing to me and it's beautiful and it's colorful. And it's just like, all of it is like, it's not a waste of time. Yes, it's hard to start. Yes, you have to think different. But once you got it, you got it. And then you can decide, do I want to learn more? Do I want to build an entire coded system? Yes or no, you don't have to, you know? But you can decide. Right now, if I didn't want to do anything and I wanted to keep this me doing it, I can if I want to. Do I? No. But it's my choice to decide that. It's not another platform saying, Oh, now it's time for you to do this because you're running out of space because we want you to go here. Airtable's like, look, if you want to add more, then go ahead. If you don't, all right, do what you want. So I just, this makes me happy every morning I wake up and I see this. <laughs> As is customary with all of my episodes of this series, I'm going <laughs> to end with an obscure metaphor. I'm ready. Um, you know the saying, like, parents who have a kid, they're, like, you know, super up in their business, like just really strict setting all the rules. And then the second kid, they're just, there's way less. And then like the third kid, it's like, wow, do whatever. Cause they've set up the system. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not too far off from making a base where like the first time you do it is where you set up all the rules and you do all the heavy lifting. And then like, you know, that was your May. And then next month, they're like, okay, cool. Let me just type out somebody's name. And then everything goes to where it needs to go. Cause I've done it before. Yeah. Yeah. And now as I build onto my nerd, it's easier. You know, that third child is here. I got yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, a great one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Don't encourage me. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, it was great having you. I will talk to you, uh, you know, separately about, you know, working out that if statement. Um, but, you know, is there anything that you want to plug for our viewers? Um, yes. Okay. Go ahead. I, thank you. Um, you guys can most definitely find me on Twitter, which is Shay, S-H-A-E-R-R photo. I'm an architectural photographer. I've been doing it for 11 years. I love it. It's the only thing that I've done. Um, I built this because I'm an architectural photographer and I need it to have something to keep track of that. This isn't just me deciding to pick up and use Airtable because, you know, I was bored one day. I needed to solve a problem and Airtable is what I was able to use to solve it. Um, you know, I get asked a lot is, you know, is, are you, is your passion Airtable? And I'm like, no. My passion is photography. Airtable is solving that. You, no one seems to get that part. But if you guys want to talk, I'm always looking to meet people and talk about Airtable. I mean, that's what the whole conference was about, to have a community of everyday people that use this, that keep this platform going. And I'm always like, talk to me. I know a little bit. I am not as far and as knowledgeable as our co-host here, but, uh, or our host. I'm going to be a co-host. Our host here, but, um, <laughs> but I know a little bit and I at least know how to research and find as much information to get you going somewhere. So once again, find me on Twitter and, you know, any contractors out there, architects, interior designers. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I got. <laughs> no problem. We'll put your details below. Um, we're also going to put, you know, the 
link to the video of your session of the conference as well. Yes, thank you. And this is actually a live feed. Um, so people can actually go on to a link that I have to show what it is. Things change in it. I work in it. Um, it's something that people can actually look through, but it's always changing. I get in there and I tweak it. I mess with it. I'm like, I don't like that. So this is something that if people want to know, oh, how is this working? You could copy it, put it in something, look at it, but know it's going to change because it's live also. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to give it a like or hit us up on social at Built On Air. We always love to hear your comments and suggestions. And don't forget to subscribe to catch new episodes when they release. It helps us keep the podcast going.